Hey everyone, welcome to the Megan May Podcast. I am your host, Megan May, and I am so excited you are here. I am a wife, mom to four, entrepreneur, small town girl, people pleaser in rehab, faith follower, and just your average girl next door. Enough with the small talk, let's dig deep. I am excited to share with you in this space real and imperfect episodes of marriage, mom life, relationships, faith, adoption, and so much more. More than anything, I hope to inspire you to truly know how much you matter in this world. So grab a cozy spot, blanket, snack, or beverage of your choice and come exactly as you are and let's get started. When you were a child, what did you want to be when you grew up? Were you stuck on that one thing your whole childhood, or did it change over time? Did you have something in mind, but then your best friend Missy told you what she wanted to be when she grew up, like a teacher or something, and then you kind of molded yourself to be a teacher just like your friend Missy? For me, most of my childhood was set on one goal for when I grew up, and that was to be a whale trainer. Not just any whale trainer, but a killer whale trainer at SeaWorld. Or actually, as a child, in my head at the time, I was actually going to bring the whale to Minnesota, where I grew up, because I did not want to be far from my parents' house. This dream was such a passion of mine that I would read and research killer whales all the time. Every science project or paper was usually about whales or dolphins of some sort, and I would spend endless hours in the bathtub with my Barbie and Kiko whale trainer set until I was literally a wilted prune. I was even obsessed enough that when my parents finally took me to SeaWorld in Florida, I begged and begged for a stuffed animal orca whale that was about half the size in length as me. My mom actually threatened that if I bought it, she would not be responsible for carrying it through the rest of SeaWorld in the 100-degree Florida heat. My passion was so strong, not only did I carry that huge whale the rest of the day through SeaWorld, but I carried it with absolute joy through that airport on the airplane where it laid at my house on my bed for many years, and I loved that whale. When I was a junior in high school, my whale trainer passion changed actually rather quickly when I found out what college courses I needed to take to train a whale and the length of schooling that I would need to do. I also found out that starting SeaWorld in Minnesota and bringing a whale there was probably not going to happen. So just like that, all those years, all that love and all that passion was over. And just like that, I decided the next best thing for me and that would be to go do hair. Yep, I went from a whale trainer to a hairstylist just like that. But beyond whales, I loved all things girly. The makeup, the hair, the spa life. I also had a few older generation hairdressers in the family, so I feel it was probably deep down in my soul, hidden somewhere. But what was interesting about this was that at the time when I was a senior, It was a big deal in the mom talk world to brag to other moms about where your children were going to college. Back then, which was around 2005, you were pretty outspoken if your child went to college, especially if it was a private college. And you became a little bit quieter if your child settled on a community or tech college. And you were really quiet if your child was still undecided. At the time, I did not want to disappoint my family and make my mom feel small to the other moms by saying her daughter was only going to go to school for hair. 
As I mentioned before, I am a people pleaser in rehab through and through, and I didn't want to hurt anyone's feelings, especially my parents. I also had so many of my family members that wanted the absolute best for me, and they would tell me how much they wanted me to have the college experience and enjoy all the things that college had to offer. I remember sitting down with my parents, telling them that I would go to college first for business because I felt that degree was pretty universal and would help me someday run a salon. So then I figured if I went to college first and then beauty school after, everyone would be happy. And then my mom could tell all the other moms that I was going to college too. I will never forget the look on my mom's face when I had this conversation with her. It was almost dumbfounded. She was trying to process the fact that I would actually go to college first to please everybody else and then actually go for what I loved and that was to beauty school. She looked right at me and she said no. She told me we are going to start looking at beauty school right away around the area and find the perfect school to go to. And if college still was part of my plan in life, I would go after that. Looking back, I give my mom a lot of credit. She knew me more than anybody else. And after that decision was made, my mom proudly and loudly told all the other moms my plan. I'm sure that might not have always been easy on her to do that, but I would have never known. Now, I could be wrong because my children are still young, but I feel it is so much more acceptable for seniors to not know their exact path. And if that's the case, I kind of love it. I love that they're still trying to figure out what they want to be, and they're taking their time in that. Some take that next year off and go right into working somewhere. Others will take their basic generals. And some actually do know exactly what they want to be and what their college career is going to look like. And that's great too. So when my mom and I were researching several schools around the area, we finally found the perfect fit for me. And that fall, I started a 10-month program in hair. I loved every second of it. And even more than hair itself, I love how beautiful someone felt after leaving my salon chair. I attended Regency Beauty School in St. Cloud. And after graduating, which actually was a month earlier than planned because I was literally a beauty school nerd, I became a hairdresser. I worked two years to get my hours in at a salon in Osakis so I could become a manager. And I rented a chair then for three more years. I was in hair for seven years total. And I kind of came out of retirement a couple different times in that journey. Once I had our daughter Jada, The late nights and weekends became tough, and my husband had a job where he was on call for work and could not be relied on very well. I knew as hard as it was for me to leave my clients because they had become like family for me in the last five years, it was time that I needed to make a change because that's what I needed to do for my family. So I did my research and talked to several people and was finally led into the Medicare insurance world, helping amazing people, 65 and older, age into Medicare, and find the best plan for them. I did that for five years, and I loved every part of it. But my last year I was there, I started feeling again the shift happen, and something new was about to come my way, and it was time for me to look for my own passion in life. My coworker and friend Lindsay invited me into her home, and before I knew it, we were starting a boutique together. This led me to expanding the next year to another boutique in a nearby town that also came with a flower shop. 
and gaining another co-owner who happened to be one of our first employees. We are currently hitting five years of spreading joy through the platform of clothing, accessories, home decor, and gifts, and of course, flowers. Just a squirrel moment here because like I told you before, I have a squirrel brain. I want to share with you that neither of my partners, Amy or Lindsay, are doing anything that they went to school for or what they even dreamed up as a child. And neither are any of the girls that work for us. They all have different and unique journeys and I absolutely love it. I am so passionate about hearing about people's lives and stories and why they are who they are and how they got to where they got to. You best believe it that I have some of the most amazing women and men and they will be speaking in podcasts in the future and I cannot wait to share their stories with you. Okay, so back to my career path of hitting five years of spreading joy. Something crazy happened, you guys, this year. I can't figure out if I'm cursed with a five-year itch or a midlife crisis every five years. It's actually kind of annoying sometimes. But when the start of 2023 came, something started to change in my heart and made me feel very unsettled. We went into this year with so many ideas and goals and plans, but none of them were working out. As I told you before, I have a strong faith and a newbie at that, but I am learning more and more about God. I also learn that when there is a better path that he wants me to take, he will definitely let me know. And that is exactly what he is doing. What is even crazier is he also was doing that with my other co-owners as well. That path for me has been slowly to walk away from the businesses that I have helped build in the last five years and step into the unknown. I mean, what kind of crazy person just decides to leave her business for something yet to be revealed? Well, you guys, that is me. I'm at the ripe age of 36, still trying to figure out what I want to be when I grow up and what purpose I can serve in my life in the season that I am in right now and with my family. Our kids are getting more and more busy with activities and with growing a business for the last five years, having employees and all the beautiful and hard things that come with it, I have often felt like my family has gotten the last of me. When you spread joy for a living, but forget to do it for your own family sometimes, it's a bit of a gut punch. I remember in the beginning of the year when I was going through this season of what is this looking like? And I sat each of my kids down individually, keeping in mind their ages are 12, 9, and 6. And I asked them what I did, what I did for a living. And they all answered that I sold clothes. And you know, sometimes like how you just think that you're teaching your kids and then you forget that you are actually not teaching them at all. This was like a ugh moment for me. I remember hearing a story of a pastor that he would go and preach and speak in front of all these people and travel all over and preach about Jesus. And he was sharing how when he was ready to leave to go to another speaking event, his daughter looked at him and said, Dad, where are you going to go? And he said, I'm going to go talk to people and teach them about Jesus. And his daughter looked at him and said, when are you going to teach me about Jesus? That story really hit me. Even though I read it a couple years ago, it just like came back to me and I was like, how can I involve my family into more of what I'm going to do? And what does this next season look like for me? As you know, and I have shared before, I have grown our last daughter in my heart through the journey of adoption. 
And as I thought that would be the only thing that we would go through is to get blessed with our daughter in the journey of adoption, I felt this unsettling in my heart that this was not the last that I was going to be involved in this space. I have prayed through this and I have thought so much about it and I'm still trying to figure out how I need to be an advocate in the adoption and foster space. And I'm still working through that right now. So far, it has led me to start an Etsy shop. You guys, I had no idea how to do anything on Etsy. I hardly ever shopped on Etsy, but I just felt this need to start an Etsy shop and sell shippable gift boxes to both adoptive moms, foster moms, and birth moms to just spread some love and joy through a gift box. So with these shippable gift boxes, It was crazy because that was something that Amy and Lindsay, my business partners, and I have talked about. Uh, We have spread joy in person through flowers and clothing and everything, but we all love to give. And creating these shippable boxes filled with just meaningful things and signs and notebooks and jewelry and just anything with meaning and love was something that we have talked about for way too long. And before 2023 hit, we started finally saying we're going to do the shippable gift boxes. We are going to spread joy in a way that can be shipped all over. And knowing that I wanted to love on birth moms, love on uh, women that have been in the foster system and women that have adopted or been in their journey of adoption, I wanted to love and spread joy in that space. And so part of designing these gift boxes were to honor them as well. And so when we kind of got all these really cool things and unique pieces for these gift boxes, so we created these gift boxes based on things that I wish I could have found when I was going on my journey. Or even as Lindsay and Amy were trying to find meaningful gifts for me just to love on me and support me. And when we got Marin and we were in Florida, I remember Amy even sending several Amazon boxes because she could not find a perfect gift box. And so she like created it and I just got a bunch of Amazon boxes. And I was like, there is clearly a need for this. And so when you see a need, you go with it and you do it. And these shippable gift boxes have just been so beautiful. I have already sent several out to birth moms or adoptive moms. I pray over them and I package them and they have the most amazing little notes of love and encouragement through them. And I just absolutely have found joy in that. And so that has been a small piece of just getting into this space and and loving on these people in in this space. It has also led me right now to start journaling and possibly writing a book someday, which is even scary to say on this podcast. But you guys, I hope to write a book someday. I have done more hard things in these last few months than I have done since being called even into our journey of adoption. And every day I keep pushing and praying and doing something hard, knowing eventually it will lead me exactly where I need to be in this next season of my life. I've even taken a tally mark in my bathroom mirror that says, I can do hard things. And you guys, guess what? By the time this podcast will air, I will have 115 marks on my mirror. But who is counting? And if you are wanting to do something just out of your comfort zone or quit a bad habit or anything, you guys, I would highly recommend you putting tally marks with a dry erase marker on your bathroom mirror. It has been such a game changer for me. It's what I see every morning throughout the day and every night before I go to bed. 
And just watching my writing or seeing my writing saying I can do hard things and being able to put a mark at the end of each day is just such an amazing accomplishment. So I'm just throwing that out there. If you have this goal, these plans, these dreams, like write it on your mirror. And it's okay if you don't ever get to clean that mirror. My mirror, the top half looks a little rough, but that's okay because it has been like truly the best spot to push me each and every day. So I just want to share that with you as well. So you guys, I am scared for what this next chapter is going to look like. This is far from what I dreamed up as a little girl. This is far from what I dreamed hitting my senior year in high school. And this is far from what I thought it would be even going into my 30s. I am scared, but I am equally so darn excited. I am truly loving my mid-30s and stirring things up a bit and trying to figure out what my life is going to look like. I am not sure if you are someone who is pursuing that childhood dream of yours or that you have changed your mind and your dreams 50 times since then. You might be someone that has had the same job for the last 30 years and would never dream to change, and that's amazing too. I am not the same person that I was as a little girl or that teenager in high school. Since I hit 22, I've been married, changed major career paths, added four more bodies to our family, and I am not even close to the girl that I was in my 20s saying I do to my husband at the altar. So I guess I'm here to give you permission to tell you your dreams can change. Your goals can change. Your passions can change. All the while, the seasons of your life can equally change. There is nothing wrong with you if you are still trying to figure it out. You may be going through a season of being a mama or coming out of a season of trying to find your passion after being home with your babies for the last 10 years. You might be a senior trying to figure out at the very ripe age of 18, what your next step is going to be after graduation. Or you may be 30 years at your job looking at retiring and wondering what is next for you. If you can relate at all to a change in your season of your life, my big advice that I have for you is to please quiet the voices around you. Although family and friends love you and want the absolute best for you, only your heart can truly decide what is next for you. Sometimes, especially if you have people-pleasing tendencies as I do, it is easy to get caught up in what your best friend Missy is doing or what everyone around town is saying. But take some time for yourself and write down the things that bring you joy, what makes you come alive, and what difference you can make with the gifts that you have. It might lead you back to school. It might lead you back to work. Or even working at your local convenience store. It may lead you to do daycare at a center or helping others get in shape at a fitness facility. Whatever it is in this season of your life, go for it and know that it doesn't have to be permanent. Your life could change so much in the next few years and that's okay. I actually met a 60-year-old woman for coffee the other day and she was saying that she was still trying to figure out what she wants to be when she grows up and I absolutely love it. Her kids are grown, her grandbabies are busy doing all the things, and she is trying to find her new passion project and what brings her joy. She is 60, with so many miles behind her, and still is trying to figure out what she wants to be when she grows up. And you know what? I can't wait to see what she decides. Whatever season you are in, whatever career path you are on, whatever your journey looks like, it is yours. It is yours and no one else's. No one else is going to create or live the life that you want 
but you. So quiet down, get a notebook and pen, pray, and write down all the things on your heart, and then get to it. And always remember how much you and your life truly matters. Until next time, my friend. Hey guys, thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Megan May Podcast. You can follow more of me on Instagram at You Matter by Megan. Please subscribe and leave a rating for this podcast. Your love and support is greatly appreciated.